Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to another episode of Sheologians. We are here today to put the her in Merry Christmas. Yeah, I yeah. had a feeling that's where we were going. It's um, where you have to go on but Christmas. Sometimes you surprise me. Sometimes I, you surprise me. And thank you. I was open to it, but I'm You're also open to glad being surprised that it was just classic. What I was going to say before I realized today's Christmas was totally something else, but that's okay. That's okay. We'll save it for another time. Um, Yeah, it's Christmas. And what other podcast is releasing an episode today? We're here for you. I want you guys to remember that. We're here for you. It's not Christmas for us. It's December 1st. True. I told on us. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sorry. Um, My name is Summer Yeager. (laughs) here with my beautiful co-host joy and um i'm loving what spotify is doing at the end of the year every year every year yeah the spotify wrapped is so fun because you guys keep sharing how many minutes this year you've spent with us and so far um i have seen people that spent like thirteen thousand minutes with us this year which hold on how many hours is that math is not do you guys know that math is not my thing uh that is like 216 hours wow (laughs) so they're here like they're here they're doing it they're listening to lots of episodes i had someone the other day remind me um, she said one of the most shocking things she's learned this year is that I, now I have a microwave and it was very jarring for her um, because for most of our tenure, I have not had or used a microwave yeah. and uh, I am very anti-microwave. I live in a rental. I didn't ask for this microwave. I didn't buy this microwave, but I have a microwave. Right. Yeah, I do not have a microwave. Um, we stopped using our microwave even when we had one. And then when we moved into this place, no microwave. we didn't have one. So that surprised a few people that have I been like, uh, can I just pop this in your microwave really quick? And I'm like, ooh, bad news. But we do have, I do have an oven heating devices. So good news. <laughs> that is good news. I, uh, I think I'm going to become a stainless steel girly this year. That's um, one of my... My, okay. My goals is to convert. I use cast iron a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I use my instant pot a lot, and the insert is stainless steel. And uh, I have decided that I'm going to learn how to cook on stainless steel, and that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Interesting. And I know it's a whole Ooh. science, and there's things you yeah. have to know. But apparently, if you know it and do it well, it's you know worth worth the effort is what yeah. they say so um yeah i mean today i'll find out if anybody 
um, bought me stainless steel pants from my Christmas list. (laughs) (laughs) I'll find out today. Future me is learning right now if I am becoming (laughs) a stainless steel girly or not. (laughs) I'm excited for her. We'll have to... we will have to wait a second to get that update. Yeah. Yeah. I'll let you guys know. Just because I'll of the recording know. timeline. But yes. when we know, you will know. Yes. The other thing I'm excited about for um, future all of us mm-hmm. is just I I am loving that hideous strength. And I don't know how I'm yes. supposed to take a break from it. Um, because <laughs> you well, know, we're, you know, we're on a book club's taking a holiday break right, right now. I know, but does that mean we just because we've been doing? We're kind of the chapters are a little longer, so yeah. we've been doing two weeks. But does that mean for the break we just? I mean, assign, are we gonna read? I, I mean, know. is it like a true break? We'll talk to the ladies. It, we'll talk to the ladies. They'll mm. help us decide. But I, I keep just like going back to it, like. Because, yeah, I feel like I'm going to have a hard time stopping. Yeah, it's going to be hard. What do I do? Do I just, for the next two book clubs, just not read Deeper Heaven and then I can read <laughs> Deeper Heaven during the break? What do we do? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I don't know. But, but um, what I will say is that I think uh, the year 2024 is going to be just like, I hope you guys are ready to just for us to be quoting C.S. Lewis. You know, um, I'm going to start. A lot of sentences with you know like in that hideous strength we're gonna be on our our fiction kick okay yes i hope you guys are ready to be annoyed i've already i've read i have recently i have been reading so much i'm like in a great groove and i found some things that really work for me and so i have been reading a lot yes and did you finish dracula we haven't haven't uh, talked about it you did mm -hmm. you loved it did you finish it's it? One of my, it's one of my new favorite books. Yeah. It's one of my new favorites of yes. all time. Yes. Um, and more people need to read Dracula. Rich. Yes. It is rich and it's a little scary. And it's, yes. I mean, there's conversations about faith. It's philosophical. That's the thing is if, y- if y'all enjoy listening to this show, you will mm-hmm. enjoy the philosophical richness of some of these this literature you truly will and that hideous strength i can tell is just gonna i mean paralandra was already wow a lot that hideous yeah. strength is is just i can already tell i can already tell just to read it you're gonna be just hearing it. it you're gonna yep. be hearing it in our the series yep. that we're doing at the beginning of of 2024 which is next week for those of you listening to this today yeah (laughs) already uh if you have not um joined book club just do it we are having such a great time i am so glad that one day you were like we're gonna finish the trilogy because i never would have gotten there and um that hideous strength is just fantastic i i had always planned on reading it because it is a book you don't have to read the other two for everybody agrees on that um but i am really glad that we made it and i'm really enjoying it i feel like i don't know some weird normally i feel like this would be you 
But I got this little <laughs> when you when you just said most like pretty much everyone agrees that you don't need to read the other two. I'm like I think I just made an opinion, which is that you have to read the other two. <laughs> I mean, that's just my opinion, but I think I it helps. I I don't. <laughs> I don't. I, I didn't love like them. Is... I didn't love them. I'm glad I, know, I read but them. Things. It's like it's like yes. Can you watch Better Call Saul without seeing Breaking Bad? Yes. But is there a richness there that exists if you've seen both? No, I I I agree with that. No, no, I agree with that. That it's true. There's there's going to be a depth there, but I do think that out of the three. And I'm not even done reading that hideous strength yet. Right. But I do think that out of the three, if you're just going to read one of them, you need to read that hideous strength. I haven't even finished it yet. I I mean, I agree that you could read it separately because it's yeah. an entirely different book. It'll give you whiplash a little bit, actually, <laughs> when you read the first two and then you pick yeah. up the third. Yeah. You'll be like, did I get the wrong book? Is this yeah. what... Um, this this conversation yeah, so... is actually very important because you... It's so, of course, you feel strongly you have to read the first two. And of course, I would say, no, just skip them. And also, very importantly, my husband loved the first two and did not like the third. He did not like oh, that hideous strength. Interesting. Which just means I have placed the right people around me, is what yeah, I'm saying. Right. So True. I have positioned. But, so I think my opinion, I think this is one of those opinions where. It's not so much, I don't have a high intellectual defense for why you need to read the first two. It's more of just like, they're worth reading. I'm gonna, I'm just, I'm gonna be a little contrary yeah. here. Yeah. And just, that's fine. Do it. You know, I support you. And in also, that. <laughs> you have to read Deeper Heaven too. Sorry. Yes. You know, so yes. if you thought you were reading one book, in my opinion, you've signed up to read three books plus The Companion Deeper Guide Heaven. by Christiana Hale. Yes. So I apologize, but there you go. If your if your goal next uh, next year to read is to read ten yes. books, then there's half your books right there. There you go. I just did it for you. Yes. <laughs> if you have, if and you know, I would say too, book club helped me get through the first two like i said i don't know that i ever would have gotten to this gem that is that hideous strength without mm -hmm. the support of book club so if you guys need support all of our past discussions about these books are still on patreon so if you need support getting through it please join us there and uh it's totally worth the travel so anyway um you can leave us a voicemail at 470-465-0475 um we are this is it this is our last episode of 2023 it's christmas it's we're just continuing on in what we've been um doing all month i hope that you guys i think having like christmas traditions is so important for like you and your family and um thinking just through like this is what we do at this time of year is so formative and i just i'm just like realizing now that we always do this at this time of year in some mm -hmm. form or fashion like i don't know how you can be a christian in the month of december and not want to think about this or talk about this or just like dwell on 
this topic and um it feels amazing we are reading the advent um the jonathan gibson advent book o come o come emmanuel and it's been so good and i just recommend that you guys have traditions and um well and that one goes to through to jubilee yes. right yes or epiphany which yes, is it? epiphany january 6th what did i say jubilee oh because I don't know. Of, that was in that was a chapter title of deeper heaven what is happening right now jubilee say it a bunch do i just jubilee. say jubilee a bunch or was and, it the finger guns <laughs> and her zoom background just was exploding it did fireworks, fireworks. <laughs> epiphany we should just, how many words do we have to yell what did i say we just were recorded it but epiphany jubilee jubilee which one is it yay fireworks activate go Wow. I, I don't, you guys, all I know is there was fireworks happening behind me. Zoom really liked what we were saying about the holiday season. They, they were, were like, celebrating with it. us. Our Fed, like, seriously just wanted to right. give us a gift. For real. Letting us know he became a Christian. <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you guys, I almost, this was the first moment I wish we were video or something audio yeah. so that you guys could have experienced that with us. I really felt like we were just given anyway. a little treat, a little treat. I know. I know. Anyway, I, all of this came about. I just wanted to say thank you guys so much for spending 216 hours with us this year. Um, we were among your favorite podcasts so many of you and it was really cool seeing um just the team of people so um all the people were like oh my you know my top five podcasts this year it was our friends you know it's ali stucky it's haunted cosmos it's cultish it's you know it's our friends good company so, yes good company it was you know what have you and stories are soul food and i was just like all right well go team uh and <laughs> just thank you guys so much so um okay so today we're going to talk about what the incarnation has to do um with being a woman and i hope well i hope that um this is just the time of year where you're maybe like setting goals and think thinking about things you want to accomplish and um, I hope that as you think about those things, you are thinking about uh, Christ in all of them. So like, if I'm going to meet this goal in 2024, or if I'm going to shoot for this goal in 2024, like, is this the goal that Christ would have me reach for? And I think part mm -hmm. of that too, is being willing to like, give up some goals and change some things. I was laughing because I was looking back at some of the stuff I wrote last late December. <laughs> same, same. I was laughing because it was like, <laughs> it, so there, I, there were four main goals that I had for the year and I blew three of them out of the water. Okay. Like I put numbers on these and I, I destroyed them. Right. Mm -hmm. Like way crushed it. And then one of them, 
literally <laughs> this one goal literally didn't even take one step towards it. <laughs> didn't even forgot. Wrote it down, forgot it existed. <laughs> it was like, and I'm like trying to go back and be like, who was I about a year ago that thought like, oh, this is what I should do because that girl that wrote that down, she did not exist this calendar year. Like she was, right. no, she didn't even care. <laughs> she was 2022. <laughs> and then once 2023 hit, it was like, who? <laughs> what was your experience with yours? Are you were laughing? Um, same. I had, I think, well, how many did I have? I would look them up, but they're on my iPad. Um, yeah. But yeah, a few of them, I, one, I just blew out of the water. Yeah. One, there, and then there were a few that I got like a half win on. And then a few others that I just, it was like, oh, that was a, that was an easy one. That was just kind of a part of my, but I didn't think about it. When I did them, I didn't necessarily do them with the intent of meeting a resolution. It, yeah. it was just something I did because yeah. I picked a good resolution that came naturally to me. But, yeah. Um, and then I'm trying to think there was one that I just didn't do. Didn't do it all, but I forget what it was. But I, yeah, I was did not. Like, it was like, why? I'm looking at it and I'm just like, who anyway? Anyway, it's that time of year, right? I'm I'm ready. Yeah. If I had mine, it's December 1st, so I have some time. If I had mine written, I would share them with you guys. I think I'm... I'm definitely going to be contemplating those over the next week. I'm glad that I, I don't think obviously having a new year's resolution is not a spiritual requirement. I do think it's a good idea yeah. to have goals and things that you're working towards that you're consciously aiming at. And uh, I just had to laugh. I mean, even because... if it's just, even if it's just for a little accountability at the end of the year, Remember the summer challenge where summer is issued a challenge over the summer. And then my additional challenge was just be real about how well you met the challenge. Yeah. Sometimes it's good to just write some goals down for the year. And even if the next time you look at them, you don't is, know who you work is next year in December, <laughs> then you can be like, Oh, yeah, I don't care. That one thing that I I decided was so important to me at the time was clearly not important because I didn't take any steps to do right. it. Right? Yeah, you it know? was clearly not important to me. And then just yeah, I'm I'm thinking through that too about my one that I just didn't even reach for. If you, I'm curious, share share in the comments, share in a story. Like, what are your goals for the year? I really do want to have some well thought out ones that I am like very consciously aiming at. Um, I have a hard time when I don't have stuff that I'm working towards. Like I have to have something that I'm working on and working towards. And um, I didn't mean to become a bread baker this year, but I was dying laughing because a, a picture of some bread that I baked last February, like popped up in my memories or something somehow. And it was like the ugliest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and I'm so glad I made it. Like, I'm so glad I did that because I didn't, yeah. I'm just, it was a happy accident. And it's like, oh, you really can do a lot in a year. So a year from now, I really hope I'm so good with stainless steel. <laughs> That's definitely one 
that I'm working yeah. towards. <clears throat> yep. That's what I always have that thought. In in Lord willing, in a year from now, you will still be you and you'll be living and you'll be doing something similar to what you're doing now. Yep. Um and you can either be you exactly as you are now, but in a year, or you can be you and you've read the Old Testament and the New Testament maybe a few times. Uh, you've read some books you've been meaning to read. You've accomplished a few things. Like, time mm-hmm. goes on and on and marches forward, and you can kind of wait around or get up and do it. You can be different and do the things you want to do every year. And yes, and that's what you should do. Otherwise, yes. especially I think in this world, you're going to be bored and sad. Oh yeah. And we've, we've got enough people who are bored. We've got and enough sad. bored, sad people. They need help. They need our help. So someone has to be yes. not bored and not yes. sad. <laughs> I hope my, and I do think too, last thought on this and then I'll totally switch gears a little bit, but, um, <laughs> Even if you're just like starting something and you're bad at it, I think you need to have the courage to be bad at it. Like have the courage to be really bad at something. I mean, I really, when I took a picture of my ugly bread and shared it, I knew what it was. Like I knew. Mm -hmm. And now I really know how ugly it was. Yeah. But if I hadn't made the really ugly bread, I wouldn't be able to make not ugly bread you like you need Mm -hmm. to be willing to be a new a newbie until you're not anymore and so if there's Mm -hmm. that thing that you're like i don't do it because i feel like it's not good enough well then you just have to keep doing it like just keep keep doing that thing and then have like be able to laugh about it along the way otherwise you're never gonna do it like if i hadn't made so many loaves of bread that looked like a toe like i (laughs) I had to do that, you know? Yep. Yep. So, you got to make that rustic loaf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Did a pioneer make this? Yep. That's me. <laughs> I'm a pioneer. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, I had this really fun conversation with my daughters the other day. And uh, I don't know why. I don't remember the exact pathway but it was really fun um i asked my girls i was like hey could could god have come so jesus jesus came the second person trinity the son became flesh right and when he did um he became a man and uh could he have come and become a woman does it matter and i just like wanted I was really actually testing myself, <laughs> right? This is like a litmus for myself. Um, and I asked an eight-year-old, a 10-year-old, and a 13-year-old this question. Uh, mine, mine, <laughs> my eight, 10, and 13-year-old. And thankfully, they like, all... For a second, I was just like, what about Janny? I know. I was like, wait a minute. She's the eight-year-old. Like, Janny's, Janny's not four. That's I so- have a four-year-old. You <laughs> You're the Summer one. does not have a four-year-old. <laughs> she does not. It's weird. <laughs> I mean, Ransom will be four in like three seconds. He's the size right, of a four-year-old, I mean, but... Yes, yes. He has as many molars as a four-year-old. But anyway, <laughs> anyway. Too many molars. Um. So, 
they all answered the question right, which was like, no, he had to come as a man. And then I'm like, okay, but why? Like, why does it matter? You know? And uh, <clears throat> that was a little bit more of a conversation. Um, but Jesus came as a man because it was not in Eve that we all fell, right? So Romans 5 tells us, 1 Corinthians 15 tells us, it was through one man, it was through Adam that sin entered the world. And so we don't have the second Eve coming to save us. Um, it is uh, through Christ, it's through the second Adam, um, Christ coming and being who Adam should have been. Um, it is it is uh, Christ's headship over the church that we need to uh, be in him. And uh, it is important. And I'm not meaning to get into a whole like theology of male versus female. Um, but there are some just, you know, like I said, Romans 5, 1 Corinthians 15, there are some little things that are worth knowing and having your back pocket, um, especially in just like the gender confused age that we live in that like, yeah, it matters. Yeah. Jesus was a man. There are weirdos out there who will say that he was some weird gender neutral. No, no, no. He was a man. It was very important that he was a man. He could not have been the head of the church. He could not have been the second Adam um, if he came as a woman and he was fully man, fully God. And that's a very um, important doctrine to hold on to. So I would say if that makes it difficult for you to think, well, what does the carnation have to say to me as a woman? I think it's also part of that theology. That thing to hold on to is that like, it's Christ's headship um, over the church. It was our sin, sin as a woman came in through the world through Adam as well. So you're fallen in Adam as a woman and you're raised to life, even as a woman in Christ. <clears throat> um, and that his uh, life, death, resurrection is just as much for you and your flesh. Um, <clears throat> he did not need to come as a female in order to be your savior. And I think that, you know, the, my, my incarnational thought here, the hope there is that ultimately like the message of the world, right. Is that the earth is dying and decaying and it's all going to be coming to a screeching halt. But the message of scripture is that through Christ's resurrection, like all of creation is being redeemed and that's our flesh. That's everything we see in the world. Like, all of this is not just going to be discarded. Like it's being redeemed. And mm -hmm. when we die, you know, we're planted, right? This is how I like to think of, and I'm not going to make my whole case for burial again, but we are like planted <laughs> <laughs> like little seeds. And we, we are going to be resurrected and brought into greater glory. And that is such like a happy thought um, mm. And we get to do that because Christ did it first. And so I think pagan thought, right? Pagan thought is constantly trying to, you know, the material is bad and what humans are doing is bad and um, the earth is dying and we're killing it. But we, we know the truth, which is that Christ is redeeming it. And it started with his resurrection. Like it all started with that, with him mm -hmm being made flesh and defeating death. And so I think the practical application of that, especially this time of year, especially as you're moving forward into a new year and making goals, 
is to not shy away from glorifying and growing into and making better what we can now, like using all the material available to you to serve the king, to enjoy the good things like the gifts and the chocolate and the sausage balls and the sourdough and the enjoy all those things. Um, you know, create a unique space in whatever ways you can to bless whoever God has placed in your life or in your home. And just remembering that all of these things can be used for his glory and that ultimately they're shadows of what will be ours in the resurrection, uh, which is a real bodily resurrection. It's a, it's a real one. Um, and all of that because Jesus was first made flesh and resurrected. Um <laughs> And so in Adam, we were all buried, but in Christ, we all will rise. You, <laughs> No, I can't be good. No, I can't, Joy. No, I can't. We're, uh, you know, and this is just the birth that we're talking about. Just wait till we get to Easter. She's really going to be on one about burial. <laughs> Hope y'all are ready. The stone was um, rolled away. <laughs> um, I, mean, I was thinking about... Uh, a brief aside is that Georgia this week told me Adam got put in to sleep <laughs> and God took a bone off of him oh. and made a beautiful woman. <laughs> I love that. I was that. just thinking about that when you were talking about how got we're putting the second to sleep. I mean, I, I mean, love it. Even even then, like when, you know, God made Adam first and he didn't make women the same way that he made Adam. So I'm just going to say, uh, you know, there's a whole bunch of things in here. We just, it's not, you know, you say you can't be good, but it's just kind of right there. Some of it's just right there. <laughs> a lot of it's just right there. It's just right there. <laughs> just saying. <Okay>. Just saying. <laughs> um, okay. So, um uh you'll hear my i guess my thought is somewhat of a re reiteration of what you said but i guess in my own words um and so uh we've talked we've talked about or i feel like i have been very aware of the anticipation mm. of the coming messiah we've talked about that a lot the past few weeks um and the coming, the anticipation of the coming that we came after. So we kind of don't have that same perspective. Um, but of course, there is an anticipation that we share in and we're mm -hmm. a part of, which is, you know, the total salvation and restoration of the earth. It's right there. It's in there. Just saying. Ah, mm, <laughs> um. And when it comes to the incarnation in women, you just have a vital role. You have a created role. Um, this, the incarnation is a part of the story of the earth, of God's goodness. And, and you are a character undeniably written in. Maybe you were made differently than Adam, but you're there. <laughs> um, not by mistake. Um, right. And... Um, you know, we have this vital role to be, uh, to have children and create this lineage and keep everything going and to teach 
your children to fear the Lord and teach them to teach their children to fear the Lord. And this is the expansion that we see. This is the leaven in the lump of dough. This is how Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. these little daily faithfulnesses, Mm -hmm. these little daily details. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and so the point is of women in the incarnation is the, just the continuation of the story. And so Mm -hmm. while men go out and battle and win the world, we should beautify it. Mm-hmm. And and that's done detail by detail. Um, and and we take part in that restoration uh, and rede- redemption, just like our male counterpart does. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just thinking specifically, there was one real thing that just hit me. We, uh, I don't know why. So, so I'm going to just put a little hot tip in here, Ooh, okay. um, I like those. which is that especially with, so any hymn that you've kind of just like maybe grown up singing or have just sung a bunch and you know it. And so you can sing it from memory. I think it's helpful sometimes, I, which applies to Christmas hymns a lot. Yeah. Some, some of you may not listen to any hymns except for at Christmas time. <laughs> um, and so I think sometimes um, it's helpful to have it in front of you and be able to read the words. Read because, the words, yes. Yeah, because yeah, because then you there is just some meaning there that you may be missing or you may be used to or glossing over. But so at the end of it came upon a midnight clear. The last Ooh. verse is for lo the days of hastening on by prophet seen of old. When with the ever circling years shall come the time foretold. When the new heaven and earth shall own the Prince of Peace, their King, and the whole world send back the song which now the angels sing. And so, Mm. so your job is to just get us closer to the world full of people who are all singing the praises of God, equivalent to the heavenly host singing glory to God in the highest peace on earth, goodwill toward men. And even just to just imagine the whole world singing like that with this total salvation of everyone. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then I was just thinking about um, just uh you know one of the unique differences there's a lot of differences between men and women but um one of them is just like our voices the way they sound when we talk the way that they sound when we sing and when you think about this like the heavenly host singing i'm like there's a reason why we came up with like choir of angels yeah and it's because we understand that what's pleasing to the ear is this harmony of voices, different voices, not all the same, not all the same part, not all the same, you know. And it's amazing too, because you can really get a lot of people together. And even if not everyone has a great voice, oh yeah. All those voices together create this it's beautiful. And and so I was just thinking about how I was just thinking about how in that moment, um that moment where and the whole world send back the song which now the angels sing, which I immediately think of the heavenly hosts. 
Right. That's that's what it's referring to. Yeah. And I just I just thought I we were singing that. I read those words and I just thought like like God designed the high <laughs> register and the low. And that means that you know, sin came in and sin like sin broke everything. But even if that hadn't happened, the goal would have been for us to all sing to him and it wouldn't, and it would have been with a male and female voice. It would have been with a harmony of different parts, all singing together. And you're a part of that. And you're, you're, you're building something that will lead to like, if you imagine the heavenly host singing glory to God at the incarnation, like that will be the whole earth one day yeah it's gonna be so fun (laughs) it's gonna be so great (laughs) i mean i like can't even no i can't even like wrap my head around what an like just what an honor like what a privilege to be part yeah of that it's a little terrifying a little exciting a little overwhelming yeah yeah i can't wait to see it for sure right yeah i'm someone will have to be there to be like don't be afraid yeah we had to say this last time <laughs> don't be afraid do not fear <laughs> well and then it just makes you think like is there going to be like a few people left yeah but like 98 percent of the earth's population is going to be singing praises to god and so they're going to be like wow Ooh. this is this is a like spiritually transforming event or is it going to be like that last person gets saved and all of a sudden the whole earth will just start singing? It'll be like a musical, like a flash mob. <laughs> just the most fun one ever. <laughs> yes, yes. I don't anyway. know, but I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Whatever it is, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, but... I don't know how that's going to go down. No, but... we're, I think we're going to have some time in heaven first um we certainly certainly us before yeah certainly us um i thought that we're that old but anyway that's a whole other this is not the eschatology episode you guys no it is not no it is not (laughs) you keep asking for one and you're gonna have to maybe 2026 is the year because i'm not there yet um i like how you just skipped two years like two whole years (laughs) I think if you guys want the eschatology episode, talk to me in a couple years. I don't, I don't want to, <laughs> I'm not. Anyway, um, well, that's it, you guys. You can. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And um, let, let me know. I want to hear what your goals are for the year because I'm thinking about it. And um, let's, I don't know, let's just be excited about the new year together there's so much doom and gloom out there, but I just, I never feel that way at this time of year. So, um, and I hope that that is uh, contagious. So let's just like spur each other on to, um, doing fun things and meeting goals and, um, leave us a voicemail at 470-465-0475 and we'll see you next year. Uh, <laughs> See ya. To you who boast tomorrow's gain, tell me what is your life? A mist that vanishes, it don't.
Christ our King on glory.